0: Welcome to the This is the Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. What a great place to be. Welcome, Chris.
1: Hello, Meg. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I'm Meg Walter. I'm here with Chris Raw, bringing you the latest in tech news and gossip.
1: <laughs> is that what we're doing? Yeah. That's news to me. I was promised separate things. What were you promised? Um, I was promised a kolachis. Is that what it's called? Is that how it's pronounced?
0: Someone just brought us <laughs> kolachis. I think we're
1: saying saying that wrong.
0: Neither of us have ever tried one. They look delicious.
1: We're giddy about trying them, and so we're going to rush through this podcast. Yeah, because they're just waiting out
0: there for us. So, what's what's new in the uh, tech scene, Chris?
1: Well, big news this week, as you are definitely aware, every year Forbes releases something called the Cloud 100. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay, so I will explain it since we both know. Good,
0: yeah, for those who don't know.
1: <laughs> it's a top of the top 100 cloud companies that are privately owned, okay? And so, as part of this year's release, Alex Conrad, who's a staff writer for Forbes, came out to Utah and spent a week like wandering around with all of our head honcho CEOs, including our very own CEO, Clint Betts, who oh we're going to get to later, um, but he spent a week And wrote a big article about Utah turning into the new cloud capital is what we're going to call it. So the actual title of the article is how Utah Silicon Slopes became Utah's new capital. Wow. It's very lengthy. It's very in-depth. Wait,
0: Utah's new capital or like the world's capital?
1: Became cloud's new capital.
0: Cloud's new capital. So how long has this been happening? Because cloud's like a fairly new concept, The cloud 100? Yeah.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say for the last five years. Whoa. That is not official. Let me let me stress that. <laughs> we
0: should have looked that up
1: before. <laughs> I know since I've been working at Beehive Startups in Silicon Slopes, which is coming up on three years, the Cloud 100 has been happening every year. So I think it probably extends a little bit before my time. Okay. So we'll say five years. So a big deal. That we won't do any research and but, we'll just say that. that
0: and, but that's a big deal.
1: People accept it as gospel, hopefully.
0: Yeah. I do. Everything you say.
1: <laughs> I know you do. But it's always really cool when a bigger publication comes out and does kind of an in-depth feature on Utah. You know, we've had BuzzFeed, stuff like that kind of come out. So Forbes throws their name into that list. So the article actually kind of centers around Alex Connard following around, Josh James, Aaron Sconnard, and Ryan Smith. Um, and, and somehow Clint weaseled his way into this. Awesome. So I actually wrote kind of a highlight recap of things because I was very inspired by this article.
0: Would you please share?
1: And I'd like to share a few of the lines because some of them are actually good, and then some of them are just really funny. Well, they both can be good and funny, but you get what I'm saying. So, first one is good, and this is some. This was like my main takeaway from the article, and something that I really liked. And it's something that Ryan Smith has said on multiple occasions, including for our own um, article on Qualtrics in the last issue of Silicon Slobs Magazine. So, this is quote. Then again, the topic at hand is how to attract more diversity to Utah. Around Provo, Mormons make up 97% of the population. America's eighth widest state and third worst when it comes to gender pay disparity. And then this is Ryan Smith talking. I'm sick of words and statements on this. Let's settle on three or four things we agree on that we can actually do at our companies. So then he goes on to say, you know, how Ryan Smith and Aaron Scanner and Josh James had all proposed and enacted things within their own companies. And hopefully that they can help enact within the actual state of Utah that kind of address these issues, which... I love and I want more people getting on board with. And I love the idea of each company brainstorming and coming up with things on their own that attack diversity and gender pay disparity instead of just waiting for somebody to tell them what to do. So my main takeaway and hopefully what everybody's taking out of this article is that you can promote change on your own, even if it's just within your own company. That's great. You know, it starts on a basic level and hopefully it kind of works its way up until we have the entire community doing those things. Any thoughts on that?
0: It just got super inspirational in here.
1: <laughs> That's the most serious I've ever been. I'm on this really whole podcast. uncomfortable.
0: I've never seen you that serious. <laughs> I'm also wondering if you um, will be paying me more, maybe out of your own salary.
1: What nobody can see right now is as I was giving that speech, I was handing make my wallet. But then she opened it and was so saddened to find out there was zero dollars yeah, and an expired what? driver's you license. You know what? I,
0: you keep it. <laughs> I think that you
1: if anything, it. me handing you the wallet actually widens the gender pay disparity because <laughs> you just like took a bunch of debt on board. I inherited
0: all your problems.
1: So on a less serious note... I'd love to read a, a line about our own friend, Clint Betts, Please. co-worker. So this is from the article. Um, and I guess a little backstory on this. They're they're hanging out late at night at Josh James's house, those four and Alex Conrad. So this comes from that section. At 2.15 a.m., the group releases their scribe, Clint Betts. <laughs> <laughs> their scribe? And so Sconard departs for the hour drive north to Farmington, where Plural site is based. Smith and James linger to speak privately until after 6 o'clock. So, so big news.
0: Six o'clock in the know. morning?
1: Yeah, six o'clock in the morning. They
0: were up all night?
1: This is the wrong takeaway that we should be taking from this.
0: Okay, but I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> I think that's what startup people actually do. You and I don't know this because we're not really startup people. <laughs> we work fairly basic hours. <laughs> and I, I Actually, I am awake at 6 a.m., but it's usually because I just woke up, not because I stayed up the whole night.
0: Yeah, I've kind well. of
1: entered a different phase of my life. Anyway, Clint Betts. Our friend, our co-worker,
0: mm-hmm. who, the, we, bo- who we both... The <laughs> owner of a Traeger grill.
1: Owner of a Traeger grill. He's defined in this article as not only a scribe, but a scribe who is released based yeah. upon the whims of, of others. Yeah, that's a little rough, right? <laughs> that's a little... Uh... Doesn't it seem so grim that he's just sitting there? And you know in his mind he wants to go home so bad. It's 1am, he's got a wife and kids at home, you know, he's probably wants to go catch up on new episodes of Game of Thrones or something.
0: Yeah. Go and yet, grill something and yet on his brand new tray. Taking
1: notes as a scribe, and they will not release him until two fifteen a.m. But wait, is That's it, a harsh life?
0: Isn't the reporter the scribe?
1: <laughs> in a way, yes. So maybe it was. There like, were
0: two scribes in one room.
1: For all we all know, there could have been. 20 I have scribes. so many
0: questions about
1: this. For all what we know, there were twenty what scribes. What were they
0: doing? What were they, What did they possibly be talking about all night?
1: About attacking the gender pay gap. Yeah. Okay. And diversity.
0: Uh uh-huh.
1: And Clint was taking notes. Apparently, I want to see those notes. So <laughs> I always viewed Clint as a man of not many talents, but like a mid-level amount of talents, <laughs> which I mean is a compliment. Sure. I actually have no talents, so okay. like, that, that, that's way better than me. But this has just shattered all my hopes and dreams. He's a scribe. Yeah, he's nothing more than a scribe. I
0: know, but what are any of us really?
1: <laughs> We're just lonesome individuals floating around without any skills.
0: I wish I had a descriptor like scribe. Instead, people are like, "Oh, she's you know, she's that." i don't know what she does
1: <laughs> people call me guy
0: guy <laughs> hey you
1: <laughs> hey, oh you're that guy they from call so- me
0: blondie hey blondie. you're that guy from
1: silicon slopes <laughs> that's even weirder. hopefully no one calls you Blondie. Okay, all right but do. anyway i would advise everybody to go read it it's actually a really interesting article and it's good and uh, there's a lot of good takeaways so go, check, you, out go check out forbes go check out the phone 100
0: text messages during our podcast
1: yeah i'm gonna have to turn my phone on oh silent i'm sorry gosh. little do you know everybody's trying to plan golf right now during our podcast and that is not part of the work schedule. All right, we're on silent. Sorry.
0: Good. I don't want to happen again. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. In other tech news, we're super excited about our upcoming startup conversation July 28th at noon at Salt Mine with Kareen Clark, Tom Clark, and Ben Capel.
1: Wow, events are back on board.
0: How excited are you for this event?
1: On a scale of one to 10, I am a solid seven. That's really I good. I mean,
0: I'm an 11, so. <laughs>
1: Well, you are the new head of marketing, and so yeah. anything less than an 11 would be unacceptable. Yeah. We also have an event on Tuesday. So this will be published on Monday morning, so the following day. Um, Jonathan Johnson Town Hall at Silken Slopes. It's going to be Seats good. Seats might be filled up by then. So if they are, sorry to everybody. If they aren't, I would hurry an RSVP because odds are in favor of that filling up really quickly.
0: Yeah. Get on it.
1: But the moral of the story is great events on the horizon. Oh, yeah. You know more about this than anybody.
0: Because it's my job now. And I'm crushing it.
1: (laughs) Correct. Absolutely correct.
0: Let's talk about buzzwords that people outside of the tech community might not appreciate as those inside the tech community. Chris, can you think of any buzzwords that fit into that category? Funny
1: you should mention that. I actually can think of that. Um, I could think of 313, but we're going to focus on just one for today. Okay, I'm ready. And we'll focus on something else next week. But the number one word I want to go after this week is rock star. Oh, boy. An alarming word to me based upon these two things. When I hear rock star, what are the things that I think of? First and foremost, I think of an actual rock star. Mick Jagger, right? Mick Jagger, 75 years old, strung out on heroin. Shows up to work. Gnarly. Shows up to work here and there. When he's there, just bleary-eyed, stumbling. And,
0: like, doing that thing with his hands, you know, that they all do where they're, like, their whole body's moving and they're, like, hands in the air and they're saying things like, oh, you know, this one time on the bus.
1: That is exactly what they say. Yeah. I can't believe that. I know.
0: I do a good impression.
1: That is exactly what Mick Jagger says, and rock stars in general. Um, It conjures up pretty bad images, right? Like, really inappropriate tight leather pants, stuff like that. Yeah. Number two, what does Rockstar conjure up? The actual drink Rockstar.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah.
1: Which all that makes me think of is just getting the jitters and feeling really bad about my life. I've never had a Rockstar. You've never had a Rockstar? No. I drank Rockstars on probably three occasions, and that was my takeaway. I Were felt they, very jittery. Are they, jittery. like,
0: that extreme? Like, they make you, like, sick?
1: I think it's because they're, like, so unnatural. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily the caffeine that makes you feel weird. It's just who like knows what is getting pumped the into your body. The battery
0: acid you're drinking. <laughs>
1: Correct. Battery acid, as it turns out, not great for the human body. Oh, That's what I found out. weird. So based upon these two images that are conjured in my mind, let's maybe stir clear a rock star. Let's find another way to describe people who are like really good at developing or things like that. How let's about, just call them really good developers. How, yeah,
0: great developer.
1: <laughs> let's call them scribes.
0: Let's call
1: <laughs> <Just> call every. <everything. laughs> What if we created the new buzzword and it was Scribe?
0: New LinkedIn profile. (laughs) Scribe.
1: What if Scribe was actually used to describe the best people within each of their industries?
0: I love it. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. Chris, he's such a Scribe. He's such a Scribe. Man, that that guy's a Scribe.
1: (laughs) I think this will catch on.
0: Okay. I'm going to start using it from here on out. But is it going to turn into like a Regina George thing where someone's going to have to be like, stop trying to make Scribe happen. It's not going to happen. Probably.
1: But we can worry about that when the time comes. For now, let's be happy about it. When the time comes, we'll be sad.
0: Let's let's maybe stop using Rockstar.
1: Yeah, let's For steer now. clear of Rockstar. That's the main takeaway I want out of this.
0: Want to talk about some weird Utah news? I want to
1: talk about Utah news. That's actually all I want to talk about.
0: So... The Utah Department of Agriculture is considering opening industrial hemp growth to farmers. And in this article, they say repeatedly, this is not the same as marijuana. We're not (laughs) letting private citizens grow marijuana, (laughs) but I think they actually are. And this is excellent news from my neighbor who lives across the street, who I am 99% positive is selling weed out of his home.
1: How happy is he? Have you approached him for i've never yet.
0: actually met him i've seen him and i see people coming and going from his house all of the time and they're there for like 15 minutes top and they'll leave with bags when they didn't bring a bag in with them i'm so entertained anytime i'm like sitting at my kitchen table watching this <laughs> i'm like maybe i don't know maybe he's like an etsy shop owner or something and people are just picking up their orders but i not I really think it might be marijuana. So, yeah, this is great news for him. What
1: I'm taking out of this is you basically stalk your neighbor. and.
0: Okay, it's not my fault that my huge kitchen window looks out directly onto his property. And I have a perfect view of who's coming and going at all times. Also, he has a giant TV screen. And anytime there's a sporting event, I can see exactly what's going on. I can see it's a score from hmm. my house across the
1: street. So, based upon what you've told me, if he's watching sports a lot... It's less likely he has tons of weed because that would probably just be on National Geographic nonstop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Is that a thing?
1: Oh, yeah. It's a huge thing. Oh. Based upon all the hemp uh, hemp distributors I've spoken with. Is that what they call
0: them? G- I think they're called drug dealers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's what they're called. We're all about using euphemistic terms. It's like subbing out Rockstar for Scribe. It's the same thing with drug dealers and hemp.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyway, great news for anyone looking to grow hemp.
1: You and I both, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> when we're fired from our job based upon our horrible podcast, <laughs> we're gonna turn to a two person hemp growing Operation. Operation. Absolutely. It's
0: gonna be lucrative, I can feel it. But like <laughs> it's really It's gonna be marketed really well. Hemp is like used for a bunch of stuff. Like I think that's why Whole Foods smells like hemp, because there's like hemp in everything they have.
1: I need an honest answer out of you. Okay. Back in the day, did you or did you not ever wear hemp jewelry? I Necklace, bracelet, I anything?
0: I did not. I wasn't oh. cool enough. You know, I couldn't quite pull that look off. Did you?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't either. That's sad. I was hoping one of us had.
0: I know. I never did, like, I never had scrunchies either. I feel like I missed a really important fashion thing. Based
1: upon all the distribution going on in Utah now, we probably are going to start. Scrunchies? <laughs> start wearing hemp paraphernalia. Oh. Scrunchies, yes. Why not? We'll sure. make
0: hemp scrunchies. <laughs> okay, you ready for this one? Yes, I am. Woman taken into custody after stealing new car from dealership. Police say. Hmm. Reminds me a lot of that Seinfeld episode where Kramer's test driving a vehicle and the he's with the car guy, sales guy, and he like is like, let's just go for a joyride, and the car guy's like, no, we have to go back to the dealership, and Kramer's like, come on, man, live a little, and so they just like take off and they're just driving all across New York. <laughs>
1: Classic. On the one hand, if this lady felt like she had to steal a car, I'm glad she went after something brand new. That's great. You know? Yeah, good for her. Because if she her. can get away with it, great. Set she your standards set, high. It, that's exactly my point. On the opposite side, the higher you set your heights, or sights rather, sorry.
0: The harder you fall. The
1: harder you fall. And obviously, the more the police are probably going to come after you because as it turns out, when you don't bring a car back to the dealership, they really do notice. So like maybe she should have gone after the... Seven hundred dollar breeze that was parked on Main Street that had been there for a week. <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Who am I who am I to say? There's
0: another element I love to this story. Well, I don't love it because it includes firearms or the allusion to firearms. But apparently she was wearing a fanny pack and she like Good stuff. without saying she had a gun, she was like trying to insinuate that she had a gun in her fanny pack. Which I'm like, fanny pack, I feel like you'd notice if there was a gun in a fanny pack. Like it would be Skiwampus. It if someone ever right. told me they
1: had a gun in their fanny pack, my first assumption would be, no, you don't. You have a fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a gun.
0: <laughs> the, like, That's the extent of your belongings is just a fanny pack. Fanny pack wears. I feel like that Venn diagram overlap isn't huge. This woman was the I know exactly in your fanny
1: pack. It's like old band-aids. Chapstick. And ointment. Yeah.
0: Maybe There's like not a two dollar bills like, from like, 1994.
1: Imagine if somebody tried to rob you and they gave you a note and they're like, uh inside my fanny pack is a gun, and they were wearing a fanny pack you couldn't ever take it seriously even if they had a gun i couldn't take them seriously
0: i would probably snap a picture of the note and the fanny pack and post it on twitter like immediately
1: <laughs> don't do that definitely don't do that
0: i don't know it's hard for me to resist a good a good
1: tweet opportunity moral of the story just probably don't wear a fanny pack <laughs> or and if you do don't claim that you I have think, a gun in it
0: i think the bigger moral might be like just don't steal cars
1: <laughs> that's better yeah <laughs> my moral compass is a little different than yours a little off. <laughs> all
0: right this is the third and final weird utah story wildlife officers comma police still seeking bear that broke into park city home so this guy he's just hanging out in his house he's like going to get cereal looks over there's a bear in his kitchen
1: oh that's terrifying
0: apparently he left a door open uh, and a, it was a black bear, which aren't like the super scary kind. Right? Like, what do you mean? Every gri- bear is a scary kind. Grizzlies are of bear. like the like the revenant bears, you know. But like black oh. bears are like, don't get in their way. You'll probably be okay. So he like, you know, sneaks out of the room, calls wildlife, whatever. They evacuate him, but he can like still hear the bear in sight, and he hears the bear like knocking over cabinets and stuff, <laughs> Not and like a china Impressed with cupboard. the interior design <laughs> yeah. of that guy's house. <laughs> <He's>, like, <laughs> all this stuff crashing and he was like oh no they're ruining my valuables and then he was like "Well, the article talked about how he like he knows what his wife is gonna say and she's gonna say why did you leave the door open which is like a reasonable question but that's so funny to me that his biggest concern is that his wife is going to know that he left a door open and a bear got in
1: i'm terrified of a bear wandering into my house i always have been truly well, I mean, who isn't? I know. We live in Utah. There are bears everywhere. Are there? You walk down the street, you can see four bears <laughs> at any given moment. <laughs>
0: They're buying Starbucks. Autor
1: and favorite. Of the outside, parking outside of our office right now, there's four bears seated there's in like our desks.
0: There's bears. <laughs>
1: it's a terrifying reality. We've People just, don't realize that about Utah. We've
0: learned to live with it.
1: <laughs> what they don't tell you when... You know when they go down the stat list of like, hey, why Silicon Slopes is much better to start a business in or maintain a business than Silicon Valley or New York and stuff? Mm -hmm. And they go, you know, cost of living, all this kind of stuff. What they don't tell you, bears. Bears. Everywhere. (laughs) Literally walk inside your home (laughs) and destroy your paintings and cabinets.
0: They're just helping out. You have bad taste. (laughs) (laughs) You just think you need to redecorate.
1: On the bright side, if that's the worst thing you have to deal with. Well, it's mid-level. Never mind. I take back what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, it's bad pretty bad. Thing. It's pretty bad, actually. Sorry, I take it back.
0: Anyway, <laughs> this, this bear is on the lamb. They can't find it. Uh, People just
1: shut your door. It's easy.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe for the time being, residents of Park City should leave their doors closed until based, this animal has been captured.
1: Yeah, based upon my knowledge of bears, there they can't open doors yet. So as long as you do that, you're okay.
0: Oh, but did you see Jurassic Park? It does not take long for wild animals to learn how to open doors.
1: Are there bears in Jurassic Park? No, but the are raptors. The raptors oh, learn the raptors, how to open okay. the door. You know, and
0: they're like stupid dinosaurs. Their brains are like the size of a dime. I watched, they figured it out. <laughs> that documentary That is
1: rude, frankly. <laughs> My apologies to, brain to, brain all, to all, all
0: the raptors listening. Please don't corner me in a kitchen.
1: It's gonna say you're gonna be sending out a newsletter apologizing to rappers uh, everywhere. Ugh. Sorry about that in advance.
0: I was hoping I'd have like another couple of weeks before having to send out a newsletter apology. Why not
1: get things get the ball rolling early?
0: I've made so many mistakes. Already. It's okay.
1: It's okay. We all do. Not all of us can be scribes.
0: Not all of us are scribes, unfortunately. Hey, are you ready to explain that tweet? Absolutely, I am. On July 10th. Chris Rawl tweeted, I usually spend nights on LinkedIn searching for new friends. (laughs) Let's talk about LinkedIn.
1: Let's talk about finding friends. Where else are you going to find them?
0: Well, definitely not the other social media platforms.
1: (laughs) LinkedIn is probably the most socially friendly app.
0: Is the most friendly app of all. I am terrified by LinkedIn.
1: LinkedIn's a weird place.
0: Like, I don't know what to do around all these professionals. Like, I feel like when I'm on LinkedIn, I feel like I'm at like a networking event. And like I know I should be mingling, but like I I don't I'm like hesitant and I'm like standing in the corner awkwardly with like a plate full of chips and some dip. Yeah, like I've, trying, seen you. I've
1: actually seen you doing I this. Know. It's pretty like, embarrassing.
0: trying to like, oh, I'm just really into my food, but like really I'm just like scared of everybody else there.
1: OK, here's the problem with LinkedIn for me. I'm listening. The number one purpose of it is for everyone to really talk up their skills skills that they may have skills they may not have we just don't know but yeah everybody's touting what they can do
0: yeah and they could be making it up
1: i know i speak for myself and i'm pretty sure i speak for you is our first instinct when we're around people is to tell people how bad we are at most things yeah which we are which is <laughs> fine that's majority of people i'm also not going to pretend that i'm really good at things that i'm actually bad at. right and so when i'm on linkedin and everybody's telling me the things they're really good at I kind of slide into the background because my first thing is just to tell them, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, super bad. at. I'm really bad at that. You're a better person Yeah, I'm bad at that, too.
0: Also, it takes so long to fill out your LinkedIn profile. I think mine's half filled in. They want to know everything about you. And, like, I can't go back that far, you know?
1: No. I can't remember what year I graduated from college, and I'm dead serious. And I'm 31. It's not like I'm 67.
0: It was maybe 2010?
1: I'm... Uh, To tell you the truth, I'm not sure if I graduated from college at this point.
0: (laughs) And I just have so many accomplishments, I can't remember all of them.
1: That is a great LinkedIn line. See, you could make friends on LinkedIn.
0: I could. People say stuff like that all the time. (sighs) Anyway. All
1: right, I want to read you your tweet. Okay. So, Meg Walter, you have a tweet that you need to explain to me. Overalls are great until you need to pee. Yeah. Now, I've never worn overalls in my life. It's a shame. I also have never woken up at three in the morning to go husk corn, so there's no reason I'd be wearing overalls. Yeah. Explain to me. A, why you're wearing overalls. B, how long does it take to pee wearing overalls?
0: All right. A, overalls are in. Oh. Wake up, Chris. <laughs> Dang it. B, a while. Because it's not like pants where you can just pull down, right? Okay. You got Okay. There's like strap, and then you got to be aware of where your straps are going. You don't want your straps hanging out on a public bathroom floor. That's disgusting. So you yeah, got to make sure your true. straps are like secured somewhere. Don't fall into the toilet. It's like three oh, times the effort. Yeah.
1: The strap thing worries me. I didn't even think of that.
0: I mean, if you were an overall wearer, <laughs> you would have.
1: What if I show up to work in two days in overalls?
0: I will applaud you.
1: What if for July 24th, our Ultra Pioneer Day episode, which everyone should be very excited about, I show up in overalls, but no undershirt, just my farmer's town.
0: I am so excited for our Pioneer Day episode. So am I. We're both very excited. When are we going to release it, though? Not on Pioneer Day. On
1: Pioneer Day in honor of our ancestors.
0: Maybe the day after. To do anything
1: else would be to spit on their names.
0: Anyway, it's going to be great. (laughs) If you listen to one episode only of our podcast, let it be next week. It
1: probably won't be super tech focused, but it will be very Utah focused. I, I mean, know that people come here for tech, but, I mean, you know. As the great song give us a says, break a little bit,
0: new technologies here, growing faster each year. This is the place.
1: Some say the greatest song ever written.
0: You and I say that.
1: Some say a rock star wrote it.
0: Was it Mick? Yes. Or was it a developer?
1: Possibly both. Great.
0: Anyway, <laughs> tune in next week for that. Until then, follow Chris Rall on Twitter at @chrisraw. Follow yours truly on Twitter at at Meg Morley. And follow our beloved organization at Silicon Slopes. And we will see you next
1: week. Peace.